So we're following on from the discourse that Guruji started last week on the idea of Paap and Pun. We looked at we looked at this idea of what is the ultimate sin, whether that word sin is appropriate to us, understanding our habits and how they stem from our own self-perception, how our perception leads to our habits, how our habits lead on to our addictions. And so Guru is now going further on this journey and clarifying the importance of going further and deeper into understanding ourselves. And Guru goes on using this analogy that was started at the last body, which is this analogy of cleaning. Remember we started the last body, which was about Pariya Mat Papa Ke Sang. When the mind is full, when your very identity requires cleaning, Guruji uses this cleaning analogy. How do we wash our self-identity? So the beginning of the 21st body, Tirath Tap Daya Dat Dan. We've seen some of these words already. Tirat. The spelling of Tirat, Tap, most of the words here are with an Ankar. So they're nouns. So Guruji is talking about the very idea of a Tirat. Not going on a Tirat, that would be spelt with a Sihari. But the very idea of the Tirat. The pilgrimage. Tap refers to tapasya, which is generally seen as doing very difficult, awkward poses, postures, positions, very strict disciplines. Tirata tap daya. Daya. Daya is compassion. Dat is dat, which means to give, to give away in charity. And dan is also a similar word, dat dan, which also means giving away and also means things like religious offerings. So Guruji starts by talking about all of these things. Pilgrimage, difficult meditations, compassion, charity and religious offerings. Jeko pave tilka man. Jeko pave. If you obtain anything from these, if there is any benefit from these, Jeko pave. If there's anything to be obtained, tilka man. The honor, if you think that you're going to get some greatness, some honor, the honor is equivalent to a til. Til means a tiny grain. 
the smallest, tiniest grain that you can think of, like a grain of sand. Tilkaman. All of the above things that we've talked about are not even equivalent to a tiny grain of honor, of respect, of any real value. So that's something we really need to think about because we understand this idea of tirat. We've talked about this before. We understand that difficult meditations and going to extremes in any way isn't of much value. But daya is something that's interesting because we have already been told that our very lifestyle, which we would call taram, this spiritual journey, taram is born out of compassion. Tal taram daya kaput. But here Guruji is saying that daya itself, on its own, is of very little value. So which one is it? Is it the mother of spirituality? Or is it something that is just another action to be done but not really placed, not really placing a lot of effort on there? When we look at daya as a way of living, a way of who we are, that is the start of spirituality. That is what Guruji means by tal taram daya kaput. The very way that you are is compassionate. But here Guruji is placing that same word in terms of external showmanship being very compassionate towards others, going out of your way to serve others, either going on pilgrimage or going out of your way and being very charitable. So notice here how Guruji says that even giving a lot in charity, while useful for the other, has very little use for you. Now we must not con confuse the terms dat, dan with seva. Guruji doesn't use the word seva here. Guruji uses the word dat. Being a data, giving away. Giving, when you have lots, just making yourself feel better by giving some to charity. That alone has very little benefit to you. And going on tirat, has very little benefit to you. Now again, we have to reflect upon our own behaviors. We may like to think that tirat is something that we don't get involved with, but yet if we think about it, even within the Sikh tradition, there is a lot of tirats that are going on. We have this idea of going to Hemkund Sahib, Hazur Sahib, visiting all the great Takts, Patrana Sahib. Even in our Ardas, let's think about this. There is a section where we ask for things. We talk about Sikhanu Sikhi Daan, give us Gursikhi Jeevan, Kes Daan, the blessing of having our hair, Bebek Daan, 
having intellect, prosadan, having faith, namdan. And then what do we ask for after that? Siri Amritsar Sahib Ji Ke Darshan Ishnan. Guruji is telling us that going on Tirat is of very little, if, if any, value. Yet every day in the Ardas, we stand there and we ask for the blessing to go to Amritsar. Why? And what happens if you can't go to Amritsar? Are you missing out? Because all the other things are personal. All the other things are internal. Sikhidan, Kesdan, Rehetdan. It's all about you and your lifestyle. Namdan. That's about how you live. Why is it important to go to Amritsar? Why do we ask for that? Is that not another tirat? Something for us to think about. What does the word Amritsar mean? Amrit means nectar. Sar comes from the word sarovar, a pool, a pool of divine nectar. And we're saying, Siri Amritsar Sahib Ji Ke Darshan Ishnan. Let me have darshan of this and let me bathe in it. Sounds very much like a pilgrimage. But the people who wrote the Ardas were very selective of the word that they used. They didn't say Darbar Sahib Di Darshan. They didn't say Harmandir Sahib Darshan. They said Darshan of Amritsar. Amritsar is a city, right? It's a pretty big city. You can go spend a lot of time with Amritsar and go nowhere near Darbar Sahib. But in our Ardask, we ask for Amritsar Sahib Ji Ke Darshan let me see Amritsar and let me bathe in Amritsar. So we have to understand what is being asked for here. And to do that, we have to understand what the Guru says is Amritsar. Guru Amardas Ji talks about Amritsar. Remember that the pool started to be dug by the fourth Guru, Guru Ramdas Ji. And the final construction was completed by the fifth Guru, Guru Arjan Dev Ji. And only then was the Granth, the Ah, the Granth placed there. But you've got the third Guru before any of the projects started talking about Amritsar. Guru Amar Das Ji says, Satgur hai Amritsar Sacha. The true Guru is the permanent sarovar of nectar. The Guru is Amritsar. Satgur hai Amritsar Sacha Man Nave Mel Chukavanya. The mind bathes in the pool of Guru and all its filth is lifted. The third Guru is saying that. So, well before Guru Ramdas Ji started, the project of Amritsar. The clarity is already being given to us by the third Guru that the real Amritsar that you must bathe in is the Guru. Satgur hai Amritsar Sacha, the permanent Amritsar. Here the word Sach 
Sacha means permanent. The Guru is the permanent pool of nectar. And it's very important to understand that the Guru is always going to be the Amritsar. Because we don't know what's going to happen to that town in India. Political things change all the time. Over time, how many towns have been created and have been abandoned? But just because the town of Amritsar at some point in the future may not exist, doesn't mean Amritsar doesn't exist. Because the Guru is always Amritsar. The fourth Guru, Guru Ram Dasji, says something similar. Satgur Purk Amritsar. This Guru, the being of the Guru, is the Sarovar of Amritsar. Vad Pagi Navhe Ai. Only the great fortunate ones come and bathe in this pool. So even in our Ardas, let us not think that the Ardas is to go to the town in India. And that's not to say that we shouldn't go there. There's nothing wrong with visiting these places. After all, our Gurus created those places. But don't take that to be your Tirat. Go there, visit there, learn. See what the Guru created. It's a blessing to be in that town, to be surrounded by that very presence of the Guru there. Knowing that your Guru has walked on that land. But don't think that by visiting there that you've earned some brownie points. If that becomes your tirat, Guruji says, that this is tilkaman, a tiny bit of honor, a tiny bit of value that you get from that. Go there, learn your history, understand what the Guru created, but there is an Amritsar that we ask for every day. And that Amritsar is the Guru. Bathe in that Guru. Bathe in that message. And let's think about why is the benefit of Tirat and Tap, Daya, Dat, Dan? Why is the benefit minuscule? Why does it have no value for us? In the last verse, we talked about the importance of understanding your own self-perception. Understanding what you believe yourself to be. That journey is an inner journey. Knowing yourself, understanding yourself. Tirat, going on pilgrimage, doing difficult yogic postures, giving lots to charity, making lots of religious offerings. These are all external things. No external thing helps you go internal. No external act makes you understand yourself from a deeper level. They don't help you face your own identity. You can go and do all these things but they don't deal with your inner conflict, your depression, your stress, your anxiety, your anger. Those things don't deal with these issues. They have very little value. So Guru says that we need to go on a different type of tirat. What is the tirat that we must go on? 
ਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੰਟੀਨਿਊਸ ਸੁਣਿਆ ਮੰਨਿਆ ਮਨ ਕੀਤਾ ਭਾਉ ਸੁਣਿਆ ਲਿਸਨਿੰਗ ਮੰਨਿਆ ਐਕਸੈਪਟਿੰਗ ਮਨ within the mind kita bhav you have love those who have listened those who have accepted and loved within their mind notice something interesting here sunaya manaya man kita bhav these words are now past tense in body 5 Guruji started the journey gaviye suniye man rakhiye pao those were future tense words this is what you need to do then guruji went and explained suniye then guruji went to explain maniye what do you need to accept gaviye suniye man rakhiye pao dukh parhar if you do these things dukh will depart sukh kar le jaye and peace will come into your home so guruji has told us the start explained how to do it now guruji is telling us the outcome what will happen if you've done these things sunya manya man kita bhav once you've done these things antargat tirath malnao these steps once you've done them once you've listened to what the guru has to say once you've accepted it once you've brought that into yourself into your mind lovingly you've accepted that then it's the start of going on the inner journey antargat antar within gat the state of yourself within yourself antargat tirat notice the spelling of tirat now it has a sihari This is now going on a tirath. The first tirath had an ankar that was the name pilgrimage. This is now going on that inner journey antargat gat means the state that place. Going on that inner journey antargat tirath malnao. Journeying into the inner state wash yourself thoroughly here the word mal doesn't mean mal here the word mal again has a sihari it's a doing and there's a word mal that means ragad ke mal now thoroughly wash go inside and thoroughly wash antargat tirath malnao yeah let's look at that that spelling so the first one here is what we're talking about now it's a verb it means to wash thoroughly malake mal mal to do it again and again repeatedly do this it's not something you do once the second mal is mal filth we looked at a word here similar with an ankar underneath just a few pauris ago asankh malesh mal pak khaye 
countless other people who are consuming filth. Mal. So, let's remind ourselves, Guruji is saying the external cleansing is of little value. Going internally after listening to the Guru's message, after accepting it, lovingly making it a part of your practice, go into yourself and thoroughly wash. And how do you wash yourself? Otherwise, these analogies don't really make any sense if we don't understand these words. What are we supposed to wash? What is being washed? Remember, this is a follow-on from last, the last body. Pariye mat papa ke sang. Your very identity is filled with this sin of I am. How do you clean that one? O tope nave ke rang. Recognize it. That's the internal journey. First know that you have this I am. Otherwise, you go all over the place, you do all this charity, you do all this great work, but you never actually face the fact that you have an ego. In fact, you build your ego. I've been here on Tirat, I've gone to this, this and this place, I've given so much in charity, I wake up every morning and do this, this is my practice, I wash with a cold shower, I give this, I don't eat this, I do that. So you're filling your ego, you're building your ego up. Guruji says, I don't care about all those things. Guruji says, here's a mirror. Let's have a look at what you think you are. Who is the one doing it? That's the one Guruji wants you to wash. Not your body, not your clothes. So this is a very nice continuation from what Guruji started at the last body. If your mind is filled with this continuous adding to your ego, how do you wash that? First, recognize it, antargat tirat, malnao, day after day after day, recognize that this needs to be washed, otope nave kerang, and you wash it with naam. The very practice of waking up first thing in the morning, remember naam. With every step, remember naam. But not in a way that adds to your ego. Otherwise, you could say, I've remembered Naam today. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. Even that can be your ego. I used to cut my hair, now I've grown my hair. I used to eat this, now I eat that. I used to drink this, now I drink that. The Guru is the mirror showing you who you are. So once we've gone on this inner journey, we've understood our habits, we've understood our addictions, we've got an idea about our ego and our self-perception, is that done? Have we washed it all? Have we seen it and said, okay, I get it now, I don't want to be a part of that anymore, is it done? No, because the delusion of the self is always there. At any point, the delusion is something that we have to be very careful of. Even saying, I've done it. I'm now clean. I've washed it all away. I've found God. Who's found God? 
At every stage, Guru Nanak Dev Ji wants you to recognize the delusion of yourself. And it is a delusion. We are all deluded by the fact that we think we exist. That is our pop. The delusion that you can do anything is the problem. Even the delusion that you can fix your delusion, even the very idea, I'm going to sort this out. I don't want to have an ego anymore. I'm going to be somebody with no ego. I know what I have to do. I have to listen to the Guru. I have to accept the Guru. I have to do all the things that the Guru says. All those statements begin with I. So your very ability to go inwards, to face these negative things, because you've made them negative now, these aren't my friends, my ego, my calm, growth, mohankar, my habits, my addictions, you've made them your enemies. The very ability for you to recognize these, to do something about it, even that is not yours. No spiritual act that you perform, no spiritual journey that you go on, no religious act, no great feat, no great achievement is yours. Just think about that for a moment. Nothing that you can do on this spiritual journey is yours. Because as soon as you think you've done something, you fall right back down again. And bear in mind, it doesn't matter how much other people praise you for doing it. Because we're all very good at propping other people up, saying, well done, Shabash. This person's taking Amrit now. This person's growing their hair now. Well done. Your family, your friends will all be saying, well done. At no point do you take that achievement to be yours. As long as you think you've done something, you've understood nothing. As long as you exist in any shape or form, the very notion that you exist will lead back to suffering eventually. If you think you've gained something, if you've become spiritual, that very idea that I am is going to eventually lead back to your suffering. What is the only way to enter this journey? What is the only way that we can progress in this journey. Because Guruji is saying to go on a journey. Antar gat tirat mal nao. The next line says, Sab gun tere main nahi koi. All virtues are yours. Sab gun. All virtues. Every achievement. Everything good. Every positive step that I take is your step. Sab tere man nahi koi. Not a single one is mine. 
we hear this teaching by Bhai Gurdasji quite often that if you take one step forward, the Guru takes a million steps towards you. Charan Sharan Gur Ek Penda Jai Chal Satgur Kot Penda Age Hoi And we all convince ourselves that's the bit that you have to do. That's your free will. You have to take that step. If you've taken that step, you think that Guru is going to come a million steps towards you? The millions, court means millions and millions and millions of steps towards you happens when you understand that that first step was his step as well. There is nothing that is mind. Each of the values, each of the virtues are yours. I am not capable of any. Look at the mindset of Guru Nanak Dev Ji. Look at what he offers us. In a way, he offers you nothing. But in that nothing, you get everything. Because if you believe you're receiving something from the Guru, you've lost it. If you believe you've walked towards the Guru, you've lost it. This is a very sophisticated spiritual journey. And very few spiritual journeys go to the very root of your identity and just break your identity. Remember why we started with the Mool Mantar? That which is behind you, before you begin, that's what the Mool Mantar is talking about. The very root of who you are, that's where you have to get back to. Is this line dualistic? We keep talking about this oneness, that there is only one. Why is Guruji saying everything is yours, nothing is mine? Is Guruji using dualistic language here? This isn't duality if you understand that the tu and the me are part of the same thing. The ego is talking to the divine. The ego is in the divine, not separate from the divine. It's not me talking to you. It's the drop of water in the ocean talking to the ocean. The drop of water in the ocean is a delusion, but it thinks it's there. So the meh and the tum is again something we have to understand. Otherwise, if we don't understand it, we think like, like we talk in, in conversation, I'm here and you're over there. But here, there isn't this distance. The meh and the tum aren't separate from each other. When you understand that the me that you've been living with all of your life is an illusion, then you will know to not use that word, to not have that notion that I am. Then all you'll be able to say is you are. This is why the mantra of this is you is so important. 
at any point, remember, this isn't me calling you. This is you. Right now, this is you. And in that statement, where is the I? There is no I am finding you. There is no you that needs to come to me. All that there is, is you. Sab gun tere, main nahi koe, vin gun kite pagat na hoe. Vin means without, gun means virtues. Kite, without doing these virtues, without you giving these virtues. Pagti cannot even start. Meditation, your spiritual journey, doesn't even start if you've not been given the very intent to do it. The very instinct to go on a spiritual journey isn't yours. Because even that is part of the one. So cultivating these virtues, without cultivating these virtues, no meditation can be done. Even your effort to find God isn't your effort. This is the ultimate surrender of the self. What do we talk about the three pillars of Sikhiya? Naam japo, vandashako, girt karo. Have you done some meditation? Have you recited Naam? Yes. Have you shared? Yes. Have you earned an honest living? Yes. But these aren't the pillars of Sikhi. There is only one pillar of Sikhi. Destroy yourself. Have you destroyed the one doing the Naam Simran? Have you destroyed the one doing the Kirtkarni? This is the ultimate surrender. When Guru Gobind Singh Ji asked for a head, he was talking about this. And when you give your head, you don't give your head because you want to give to the Guru. You give your head because the head already was the Guru's. And this is meditation. This is taram. This is spirituality. Where there is no person doing the meditation. There is no person going on the spiritual journey. Sab tere. Without you giving me these virtues, I couldn't even start my meditation. Swastheya means hail, O great glorious one. Aath means maya. Bani barmao. Bani is the word and Barmao is the creator. Sounds a little bit confusing. If we were to summarize this line, we would say, Hail the one who is Maya and the creator of Maya. The creative word, Bani, the very word, that Oankar, that very creation. Remember Guruji is saying that you are everything. Here Guruji is making that very clear. 
you are the created you are the you are the creative power and you are the creator everything here this is you the reason it is here is you the one who created it is you so who is the one going on the spiritual journey swasth art bani parmao Hail, O great Maya, the creative power of Maya and the very creator of Maya. Art Maya, Bani, that Onkar, that creative energy, Brahmao, Brahma, the creator. Sat Suhan Sada Man Chao. You are Sat, remember Satnam, the spelling is the same. You are all that exists. You exist. You are suhan, sona, beautiful. Sada man chao, and forever enticing to my mind. Sat suhan sada man chao, existential, beautiful, forever enticing to the mind. This is similar to what ancient Hindu texts have described the same thing as. And people get quite uncomfortable when we talk about Hindu, Hinduism. They think, oh, Guru Nanak has nothing to do with Hinduism. But Guru Nanak Dev Ji never said that he came to the world with a new truth. He said he brought Ard such, the truth that has always been there. Jugad such, Habi such. Nanak says it will always be true. Nanak Hosipi such. So the truth has always been there. The old Vedic scriptures had the truth within them. And the Upanishads, they have a very similar phrase here. They used to call this whole thing Sat Chit Anand. That which exists, that which is conscious, and that which is blissful. Sat Chit Anand. That is how they described, if you wanted to know what God was, they said it is Sat Chit Anand. It is that which is, that which is conscious and that which is blissful. Guruji is using very similar words here. Sat, that which exists. Suhan, which is glorious and beautiful. And Sada Manachao, which is pleasing to the mind. Anand, blissful. Inner bliss. So what is Guru talking about here? Because we've deviated quite a lot, it seems, from this inner journey. But Guruji is saying, when you go on this inner journey, it changes the way you see the outer world. Otherwise, you go on the inner journey and you say, I'm going to ignore the outer world. No. Go on your inner journey. Mal now. Wash that self-identity so much that all you can see is you. You are the very Maya that I see. The Maya that was distracting me, now I see you in it. The whole world that you see, this is now no longer a distraction. This is now no longer Maya. This is the very form of the divine. 
See, when we look at Maya, we only look at the temporary world. We see things that we like, we see things that we own, we see things that can give us pleasure. So we use Maya, the whole world, as very much like consumers. Like Maya is here for us to benefit from, to enjoy. But those who have listened, accepted, understood, loved, practiced, they have a different relationship with the world. Because they've gone in and lost that inner boundary, the boundary of the ego, because they've lost that boundary between themselves and everything, now everything is part of them. Everything is part of that one. It is as though the whole universe is a jigsaw puzzle. When you only understood yourself as a single piece, then the universe didn't make any sense. You don't understand who you are. You don't understand why every piece looks different. Everything looks different. And if that person looks different to me, then that person is clearly not the same as me. The whole universe we understand from the perspective of our own shape. But when you've understood who you are, when you understand this is a jigsaw puzzle and I am just one piece, when you understand what you are in relationship to the whole thing, then the whole puzzle makes sense. The whole universe makes sense but how does it make sense? First, you have to understand what you are. You have to understand where you are. You have to understand where you sit. Understand yourself and the whole universe makes sense. This is the only religious act worth doing. No external religious act is of any value. Not going to any holy places, not visiting every temple, every gurdwara in the world not going and making an offering in every single one, not going to these religious places and coming back with some special prashad. People come back and say, I brought you prashad from this special Gurdwara. The Gur Prasad is here. That's the only prasad you need. Otherwise, the people coming back, you say, oh, fantastic. You've been to that special Gurdwara. You're very lucky. It adds to the ego. This is the only religious act worth doing. When you understand the divine, when you understand yourself, then all the, piece, all the pieces of the puzzle start to make sense.